was that a song? <laughs> what was that? I mean, wait, wait. Why hey, did you? You guys. What is that from? Uh, the Electric Company. Bingo. Uh, Blast from the past. Yes, it is. Blast Not from the past. Not our sultry. Right. Hey, you people. Hey, good people. I like that better, actually. You like the hey, good people. Hey, hey good people. Truth be told. Hey, Andrea. Hey, Tasneem. Hey. Happy, happy today, right? Happy today. I'm excited. Yeah, no matter what day it is, we're talking about transformation. And we're talking about shifting. We're talking about shifting. Beginning of the year, you said, I want us to talk about the things that we're shifting toward. Yes, I did say you that. You said that. I did say when that. When we said happy new you, new year That's to everyone. Right. Thank you, good memory. I, the, yes, ma'am. It's called Ginkgo. Beloba. <laughs> Come on, Ginkgo. And this delicious Jamaican coffee. Okay. And then Forrest, let well, me... No steal yes. from his collection yes. of drinking it well, right it's now. all working for you it's all working for you As but we are do. talking about shifts we're talking about shifts going mm-hmm. from one thing to the other but really this is about our ability to say i might have had that wrong i see it differently now do you know how hard that is for some people yes because it doesn't it's not just a shift and seeing something differently it means that you actually have to respond or should respond differently, behave differently. Could. Could. But it starts with that kernel that says, <sighs> I might have had this wrong. Or up until now, this is how I saw this thing. So we're talking traditions? Everything. We're talking like beliefs? Let me pull. Practices? Let me pull. Help me out. Aunt Vi from Queen Sugar, who is Tina Lifford. Correct. Who does inner fitness. Yes, she does. And she's amazing. Instagram this woman. I love that. Uh, nah. Did I tell you she liked one of my comments on her on the Crazy gram? See how that uh, like feels like you dude, just been crowned. I, I put it on a screenshot. I was like, <laughs> Tina Lifford, do you know me now? Like, am I in your circle? Tarana Burke oh. of the Me Too movement. Yes. Said yes, sis. To a comment on Instagram. What? From me. Oh, okay. I okay, was so like, wait, we are off topic. But the, the day that Ava. <laughs> Duvernay. You remember when I printed it out and, and taped it to the on my office door? Oh, my God. Was that her? Was she retweeting? Yeah, she retweeted something that I tweeted. Okay. I said, Ava, girl, oh yes. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that was it with Tarana. I was like, if you ever come into Nashville and you just need a little help with anything, I got you. You know it. I got we you. We are so awful. The two people so who are so like anti-like and love on everything, social media, right? Everything. Here we are just like fangirling on these three amazing black women who like totally. gave us a glimmer. Totally. But they help us shift each of I was, them. Each of them, their artistry and activism is about shifting. Let's do it. Do you see it differently than you did before? And I use Tina Lifford, and, uh, Tina Lifford because specifically she says in her work to help us recognize not just physical fitness and spiritual inner fitness. We're supposed to work out how we feel on the inside. And she says the phrase to use is up until now, I dot, dot, dot. From this point forward, I dot, dot, dot. And what it does is gives you permission to acknowledge a movement, a change, a transformation. And you don't have to beat yourself up for some behaviors that may not be benefiting you. In fact, you yeah. can change your mind like that. You can, but you're up until now might have been two seconds ago. Wow. Up until now, I had tons of self-deprecating self-talk. From this point forward, I only speak in love language to myself. Right. And like, really, how long have you been doing that? Five, Five seconds. seconds. <laughs> 
I shifted, baby. I shifted. Oh, that's, that's so old. That's so old. So that's so four thirty two, <laughs> and it's four thirty five uh, now. Yeah, I'm new. I'm new. I'm new. And the truth is, why are you not? Right. And so every so single breath does. There's a shift. There's a bit of transformation in every breath. There's transformation. Mm -hmm. She allows us, just by what you said of the whole, up until now, Mm -hmm. that gives us grace Mm -hmm. to acknowledge all of the, um, did you just slurp ice? I hope not. (laughs) You did. (laughs) It gives us grace to actually stop beating ourselves up about um, behaviors or or traits Mm -hmm. that we perpetuated and kept and keep, kept, kept doing. Sure. That didn't benefit us. Yeah. Or why we haven't made different choices. Oh. Why we aren't further along. How yeah. come we still in this spot? You still talking about that? You still talking to him? Yeah. Oh. You still yeah. do? You still live there? Yeah. Come you, on. You, you still at that job. <laughs> and the point is, it starts up here in the dome, though, right? In the dome. And up until this point, I thought my worth was tied to an allegiance to this thing. But, but from, from this, this point, point forward. forward hmm. Let's do it. Shifting. Hmm, shift. All right, give us some proclamations and shifts. Tess. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so what we're going to do, TBT fam, is to talk about shifts that we've made, Andrea and myself. And and again, I have to say, you might be tempted to say, are they speaking solely past tense? These shifts are current. They're actually happening as we're speaking them. As we are sitting here. As we're sitting here. Literally, because yeah. the fact that you just said TBT fam yeah. is a shift, <laughs> right? You didn't. You used a doggone abbreviation, Miss Literary Wordsmith, though, you. The, uh, that's true. Acronymites only. Oh. TBT fam. Oh, you, but it's true. It is true. So I want to share a few of mine. And if you don't mind, I'm maybe, they, back. maybe, okay, maybe they back. resonate with me. Maybe they okay. don't. I I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Here we go. And this is one that um, I used to believe this. Oh my I was. Gosh. I used I, to believe this as a whole T-shirt, but go on. Mm-hmm. Up until now, mm-hmm. if we could uh, use Sister Tina's intro language, I was convinced that my behavior directly impacted my reality in the sense that if I was good mm-hmm. and sweet and accommodating, then that meant I was blessed and highly favored. Oh my star! Because I was pleasing. To the beings on the earth with me, but also to God. And so if I was good to God or Allah in my tradition or Oshun or yeah, whatever sort of entity that in my mind right. maintained domain and control over the goodness I might experience or the badness I might experience. Right. right. These binaries. You're good. So you get good things. You're bad. So that's why you suffer. Right. You are reaping what you've sowed. So I was blessed and highly favored would be an expression that said, look how good I'm living. Yes. Look how I'm getting it right. As if someone who is not in that place of feeling highly favored mm-hmm. has done something or is doing something or has had the behavior or is not worthy mm-hmm. of a blessed and highly favored. Yeah. Love it's it. only a select few. Love it. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I have to. Okay. I didn't think I was going to align with you. Well, and so from this point forward, I've changed my mind. What have you changed it to? What have you shifted? I've shifted toward the belief that we are all blessed, that we all have choices, that we all experience consequence, that we all have an ability to make a shift, that favor doesn't belong to the few, that all of these are experiences of life. That life is here to teach us and train us. That if you stumble and fall, well, that's where your lesson is. All of this, that I'm not on easy street because I'm so favored. And I'm so good. I'm so good. And mm, if you just lived right, 
And live like me because I'm setting the standard of what sure. goodness looks like. And maybe your life would be different. 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 Wow. But the truth is, right, that from my understanding, what I know up until this point in from my life. From this point forward. From this point forward, I am accepting that all of life is here to train me and grow me up. All of it. Oh, all of it. So maybe instead of I'm blessed and highly favored, we take it hip hop and say it's all good. Because hmm. maybe it is at the end of the day. I'd love to live long enough to see it. You said, as well, what did you tell me earlier? The breath that I have. Mm-hmm. So is it not just goodness in me breathing? Mm-hmm. Stop breathing as you say and see what happens. Don't see what happens. Right? Mm-hmm. Write about it after you stop. Ah, uh-huh. his name, the blessed and highly favored and being a good girl. So I, I'm going to co-sign. I'll probably co-sign on several of these for you. The idea of always wanting. I, I prided myself on being a peacemaker. As a child in my family and my job in the sorority and corporate America and the circles and the family and the household with the in-laws, with the in-love, all of that, I wanted to be the peacemaker because I believe what the word tells me about the peacemaker, right? Because the peacemaker is one that does this and will inherit and all those things. Softens every fall. Of course, Mm -hmm. of course, because (laughs) God forbid that I I would try to, I would strive to be anything differently or realize that, hmm. You do know that stuff happens, right? Like life, as you just said. And so I used to think, (laughs) up until now, my now has been a few years, but I used to think that being um, the peacemaker, that somehow I I could help control these situations. Um, But from this point forward, wherever that forward was, I realized that I don't have any control. Like, I don't have any control. I can contribute and use talents that, you know, if I know how to go in and help I don't know, family see two sides or or help my girlfriends or or anything bring space and calm to a situation. I think I'm blessed to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't, I don't get to say because I'm a good girl, you see, and I'm a peacemaker that this thing over here is going to happen, that other folk don't have this Mm -hmm. gift to bring peace because Mm -hmm. that's not their talent. So I I challenged myself a few years ago to stop thinking that there was something good in me that caused these situations to change an escalated situation and to bring more peace. So from this point forward, I realized like there are multiple peacemakers, Drea, whether you enter into the space or not. Wow. There are other folk who will show up and even just the way in the cycle and how God has set these things in motion with or without me. I don't, I don't get, I don't get to do that anymore. I don't get to carry around all of that thinking that the goodness or the peacemaking, that there's something that's only indicative for those of us who've lived a certain way to try to live right or be right or be good. Be the example. Be the example. Because the reality is, you said there's good. There's lots of good out there. There's there's peace being had. People are creating pockets of peace and, Mm -hmm. and no one person gets to decide that they are the peacemaker anymore. Is that something? I, I, yeah. Yeah. It's I like, challenge. It's like oh. when you you take your blessing and you think that's what makes you badass, right? Right. right. Oh, like, <laughs> you're the badass. <laughs> right. It's so my like, badass talent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah, call I mean, me prophetess, Andre. You know, these are my talents, you see. <laughs> yeah. right? You know, I'm gifted and highly favored with these things. Please, family, we are not minimizing the talents that we have. No. I don't take them for, I don't take them lightly. I am truly honored by the things that, like, you know, people laugh like, you, that you and I could show up and speak to thousands of people. They have no idea that we wear black intentionally because we are soaking wet and <laughs> we're sweating. True. Right? Hands are shaking. Yes. It's about to barf everything. Right? So those are talents that yes. we show up with. 
but we don't get to like claim that we're so good anymore. No, let's shift, guys. We gotta shift because some, that eases yeah. some burdens and all this pressure of being perfect, right? This goal for perfection. Agreed. Let's Agreed. shift. We're gonna shift. We turn in a page. On Swerve. Uh oh. Swirl. Uh oh. Shimmy. <laughs> she doing all the movements over here. I just shimmy. Yeah, I like I that. I appreciate that. I think that that. That pulls us back down to earth, acknowledging the gifts we may have. Yeah. But knowing that we're we're beyond our gifts and our gifts are shifting, too. And you said also that people like goodness comes. Right. Highly favorite folks are everywhere. everywhere. Not just because they did something good. Favor is not but their for the gratitude few. list is topping mm-hmm. off things. Because I tithe. That's why my life looks so good like this. Right. Right. If, right, if you right. would tithe, you might. Then you, too, shall receive some of these blessings. So, so what mm-hmm. happens when I just show up and give of my life? To, to someone or a cause, but I've never written a check out to any particular building for X amount percentage of anything. So you're telling me that that, that we don't honor that? Ah, shift. And the bigger question is, too, are we blocking our blessings by not adhering to some of these rules and conditions that other human beings have made? Yeah, that's a whole other story. I'd like to think a bucket of corn is the same charity that a financial tithe is. If that's what I have to give you. And and if that is what is a need. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. bucket of I'll corn. Just, yeah. You know. That's what I have to give you. Let's so you said these are new non-negotiables. What else? Yeah. What are I, we else are we shifting toward? Well, you know, I used to say everything in moderation. And I don't know. <laughs> that makes me laugh because I don't know where you're going with that one. But go well, on. I used to really think that. And I, I don't know if it's the gift of necessarily age. Like, you know, how the elders say, just keep on living, baby. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also, um, my wonderful therapist says, this is not just aging. This is you centering yourself. So when you center yourself, you acknowledge that there are some no's that are non-negotiable. That it's not about, I'm just going to do a little bit because everything in moderation. A little bit won't kill you. And the truth is, if I'm honoring how I feel, then I am not going over there at all. You're just not doing it. So there are some things that, as again, are non-negotiables. I said no, I mean no, I mean no today and tomorrow. My no when? Tomorrow. So my no means no. Give me an example of what, what, what space you may or may not enter. Give me an example of what a no is. Like, Well, I, you know, sometimes, you know, you might go to a crab boil, right? And I can. <laughs> so shade again. We're doing this again. <laughs> and everybody's like, wow, they can't wait to eat the crab. We're doing this they, again? Yes, we are. Because every time I'm, I look at the shrimp I and I go, maybe this time. It'll taste good. I got some new seasoning on it. Yeah, you maybe. haven't tried it. How way. about I just take a little bite? You do say that. Everything in moderation. Guess what? It's a no. It's always been a no. No, thanks. I'm good on the shrimp. I'm all right. Like, it's not going to be any better. I don't care what kind of garlic butter you put on there. I'm just I'm just not a fan. So so you've shipped. I love it. And it's a, it's, a, it's a hard no. I'm like, I'm not. Here's, a, here's one. Here's one. In all seriousness. Yes, I know he tells a few white lies, but... Mm. Mm. There's so many other good things about him. I mean, maybe, you know, just a little bit of... of he just embellishes because he's <laughs> such a good guy. He's such a good guy. He has a good heart. Guess what? Lack of integrity is a hard no. I'm not doing deception in moderation. Mm. Ooh. I'm not. I'm not going to take a little bit and say as long as his whole life ain't a mm. lie. I'm not going to uh. just nibble away at it and say, well, he didn't lie to my face. I'm not going to, you know, just his listen to it. His didn't go- hurt anything. See? How long a- have we, we, we black women, I'm how long have we rationalized these things in moderation? We've taken I'm not. Them. It's a hard no. I'm looking for a full plate 
mm-hmm. of honesty. And integrity, as you said. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not taking the crumbs of deception and the saying, crumbs. but he did get me new tires, though. The crumbs and the leftovers, because I'm, we've set ourselves uh, up for being hard comfortable with that. Some things I don't need in moderation. New negotiations, non-negotiables. I don't, up in, I don't need that in moderation. Up until this point. Up until this point, I used to rationalize and try to take a little bit here, take a little bit there. Cause, but now I'm like, no. It's a no on the shrimp. It's a no on the movies that are going to make me feel really low at the end of the day. I want to feel. Really? Yeah, it's a no. I used to feel like I can watch a little horror. Yeah. I could watch a little Tyler Perry. And you could watch, watch a lot of sad mess. I could watch a little sad. It's going to be like, hmm. And I'm like, well, how do you want to feel? And that becomes the determining factor. How do because you when feel? It, if you know how you want to feel, there is no moderation. It's a decision. Yeah. I want to feel this way. Then that way I'm going to, in some ways, select what I let inside my brain and body. Okay, so before you go to your next one, I, I, I can know for me, which is an absolute no. Know, it's going to be a shocker to you. I, I am I'm adamant about the media that I take in. Yes, you are. I, about you the, don't play games. You got a hard stop. I have a hard stop, a hard no. Don't ask me ever again. Why would you even want me to have a conversation with a show that might be named after a city that we live in that's like at one, that one black person? Like, come on! Yes. The answer is no. There's nothing you can do. But, Drea, that if you watch this, the answer's still going to be no. I'm not going to allow myself to read any literature that is not written by a black woman or a black man or a BIPOC person. I'm just not doing it, Right. And the books that I may select for my class next semester, right? Mm. Let's see what happens when when they show up on the syllabus and they're all black authors. What are you sacrificing if you decide to waver on that hard no? It's my feeling. I think it's exactly what you said because I don't want to – so I – you know, our practice and our jobs of what we do day to day is constantly trying to balance this this idea of what's equitable and finding space and who gets to have voice. Sure. And that has been the space that we have occupied for 20 plus years uh-huh. of helping people find voice. Making room. Making room. And what I'm not negotiating on in my spare time or if I'm teaching, I'm not negotiating on giving room to a voice that has already consumed from the beginning of eternity. I'm just not doing it anymore. I'm with you there. That's a hard stop. I'm with you there. That's a hard you're no. Saying, you're, what I hear you saying is that you are not willing to negotiate about what you let into your space, I'm not, period. I'm this not. is not a free-for-all. It is not just literature. You're absolutely correct. That is things, people, mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. I am not negotiating Because anymore. you care too much or not. I'm sorry, not too much. There's no you care thing. so much. I care, yeah. You love. How about I care? Space. You care. I care. So it's not, you don't just get to come in and no. lollygag and sit around. No. And, no. Your voice will not. These voices that have always been dominant, Mm-mm. whether that is in literature, whether that is in the home, I cannot and I will not. That is the hard no for me. It's hard no. So up until now, mm-hmm. I kind of negotiated and rationalized finding the good in all these other voices and bringing these multiple voices into these spaces because it brings value. I'm not saying it, it doesn't. But I'm saying from this point forward, mm-hmm. I have the capacity and the space to say these are the voices and this is who I'm allowing in that. my space. I love that. I love that. Tina Lifford, we are speaking about inner fitness. You have given us language she and direction. Has. She has. We love this. You got another one, don't you? I do. Give me I one do more. have another one. Um, and for me, I remember almost four years ago now when I heard the words, Tasneem, you have cancer. I remember saying to the nurse, will there I said, I don't believe there will be a time in which cancer won't be in the forefront of my mind and my identity, Hmm. that I will be a survivor prayerfully, but I will be the person who had breast cancer 
it would color everything. There would be no place in my story left untouched. The nurse said, I, yeah, you come to that. I, I said, I can't see it. I literally, in that moment, I looked at her. I'm like, no, but I just I can't remember. see it. Yeah. And now, you said, like, how could she even think of that? How could she even ask me to think that way? This big, giant-sized thing has come and shifted everything. You think I'm going to be able to see beyond this mushroom cloud of transformation and fear? And I can say to you, I do not think about it. Look at that shift. It's like, sometimes it's it shocks me wow. because I was so, as you said, adamant that the rest of my life would be impacted and colored and driven by this, by this one, one episode. Thing. Yeah, this one episode. Mm-hmm. That's how powerful it, it was in my mind. It so, Because when we're going through it, we don't see this. There's no alternative. It's, it's the only thing that we see yeah. is how we exist at that time in that one diagnosis or that one instance. And I think you can't it's see about, beyond that. You can't see beyond no. it. And I think I think it's like it's about identity, but it's also about the truth that your trauma does not define all of you. I recognize now, like I use the word episode, but experience is another good word to use. Whatever you've experienced. And I think trauma and mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. Because I think neither does the blessing. Right. I think the blessings that we're saying, bless and highly favor, your favor, yeah. the good stuff, nor the bad stuff, none of it defines us. It's all life. No, not in totality. It's not all part. In, not in totality. Not in totality. I don't deny that it's a part of, yes. I, I, of an experience. It a happened. Part, it, it's a it part happened. of it. Right. And so because of it, there are other things now that are, are different about me. There are so other experiences many. that I, I experience differently, mm-hmm. other parts of life that mm-hmm. I see differently. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't get to define us. Not all of Not it. in totality. No. But we've allowed trauma to do that. I mm-hmm. remember when we did our episode of um, 1001 Things We Love About Blackness, mm-hmm. and we refused. We said in that episode that we were sick and tired of just talking about the trauma of black people and black everything that mm-hmm. happens and that how often we define. I've been looking at... You know, people posting all these things in February, but, you know, trauma. Like, could we stop posting things that are traumatic, right? We're more than that. We're more than that. Mm-hmm. You were more than just where you were four years ago. Oh. But you couldn't see it, sis. Oh, no. So up until now. Up until when now. When did you shift, name to be at a place that no longer this diagnosis of cancer no longer defines every waking moment of your life of mm-hmm. thinking about, I survived this. Like, how did you mm-hmm. get here? I hope I'm not taking us off script, but I want to know that. No, no, I think I think you're right. If you feel comfortable sharing that, oh, for sure. I think I think the shift was gradual, and I think I'm still within it because there are some people who revel in dipping back into the pot of the trauma, and they want you to join them. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't live over there. I mean, I used to, but remember when I used to live over there? Remember we used to live (laughs) in the neighborhood? Yeah, and we like bonded over all of the stuff. And I remember that my my um, after breast cancer group, and I remember in that circle, I felt very comforted because everyone knew what a port was. Everyone knew what chemo. You didn't have to explain anything that you were feeling and all the experiences at that time. We could lift the shirts up and say, yeah, this is my radiation burn. And I'd look like, wow, I didn't have radiation. I had chemo. Well, this is this is what chemo did to my body. Hey, this is n- natu- my nails. Um, your nails. Yeah. My nails got all ridged and dark. Um, neuropathy. Do your fingers start to buzz and sort of like pulse it? You know, all that vocabulary was shared. There was great comfort in that. But you don't pitch your tent there. Right. I didn't pitch my tent there. Yes, I know. Yeah. And so I have to sometimes still catch myself. So I think maybe... 
once I started to think, what does it mean to be a survivor? Does it mean I live in this this language of survivorship all the time? Am I task name the survivor? So maybe that was maybe two years afterwards. So now I'm four years and I still will stop myself and go, am I having responses to things because of this experience? Mm. And so mm. I have to go, no, you're having responses because you're alive. It's the life. It's the living that is making you respond to certain things. It's not the potential for the dying necessarily. It's not the one thing. Yeah. It's a whole bunch of things together. Multiple things. Multiple. So again, it doesn't define in totality. No. Mm -hmm. No. And what a beautiful admission. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. I mean, sometimes I just sit and I think it's important to go, man, I've come a long way. Yeah. Ooh. I know you have. And And I sit in it. And I love that shift. And I'm glad you shared that, mm-hmm. not just with, you know, me knowing and being on this journey with you, but being honest. And let me just pause and give and, and say thank you for sharing that, even with our Truth Be Told family, like of four years from now and this idea of shifting and transformation and when you were going through and thinking you couldn't see beyond. So we sometimes don't know how our words, you know, I think that, that book, The Five People You Meet in Heaven, mm-hmm. and that whole book is about you don't know the words that you say and and. and um, and how they will help someone. So I, I, I know that you sharing that when we are going through situations, we can't see beyond them. And you're reminding us, Taz, and this whole this whole episode. Thank you, Tina, again for this mental exercise that we're doing of how we're shifting. Yeah. And trauma doesn't get to decide it who doesn't, we are. It doesn't. Our, our only identity. No matter what the trauma is. Yeah. No matter. We could spend time listing them but no matter but it's all life it's just life doing life i think tina says that too Do, this she is does. life doing life yeah. you can't outrun it you can't outrun so it. you, you so can't escape it you can't escape right? it but so you, you also but it doesn't out. hold you so no. tight that there's a not another iteration of it to behold right that's the grace it is the grace that in four years my self-talk has changed give me another four what will i be talking about who knows what will we be talking about right? who knows but I know we will still hopefully remember that up until now. Yes. And then from this point forward, we will think in that shift. Because I think the idea of a shift and shifting should be constant, right? It is. Like we talk about that metamorphosis and we talk about that changing and transformation. I think the shifting should be constant. I think the respect and appreciation for it should be constant. Guess what? We don't have to ask for no shift to come. It come by itself. It's like trouble. You don't got to invite trouble in. Trouble show up. It it, it knows your name (laughs) and your number. And your address. And we'll find you. So why go looking for it? The change change. comes by itself. Are you breathing? Then you're shifting. There you go. But do we appreciate the shift? And do we even see our ability to move beyond and shift when we're going through those stuff? When we're going through the trauma, we're in the muck and the mire, we're in the goopy middle. Mm -hmm. We don't always see that. And this episode is reminding of that. It is. So the trauma that doesn't define us, sis, um, uh, very, <laughs> I lost both my parents at a very young age, right? Um, father due to gun violence, right? Um, and so having, have, having that growing up and I grew up in South Florida and, and what gun violence, it doesn't matter. It's many years ago. We can talk about the studies that we've seen recently with gun violence and black youth and neighborhoods and that children who, black children are 10 times as likely to experience if that. That was the numbers then, mm-hmm. right? When I was growing up, who knows what that percentage in the study is like. And I remember um, thinking about like gun violence, being exposed to what gun violence means in, in our community mm-hmm. and, and not wanting that to um, 
dictate who I was. Mm-hmm. But it drove me to certain disciplines. Mm-hmm. I can't deny that. It drove me to certain parts of activism. I can't deny that the idea of being exposed to gun violence at a young age and, and loss and that trauma didn't shape who I am now. I can't deny that. But what I realized that over the years, I stopped looking at it as being a victim and a child who witnessed these things. And and I and some, I don't know when that shift happened, but I know I've made the conscious effort as a mom mm-hmm. to shift in this idea of how choosing, number one, not to raise Ryan himself in the place that I grew up in, right? Um, not that he would be, wouldn't be exposed to it right here in the 37013, because that's not what I'm saying. But the idea that trauma doesn't get to define me at all aspects of growing up. I have friends who say, like, um, kids who grow up with two parents in, in a household, that's, that's the only way that mm-hmm. you can. I'm like, no, that's no, no, you can grow up quite healthy with one parent. Unfortunately, I, I grew up with one parent, but I remember Tasneem that shift. And I don't know how I shifted or when I shifted, but I remember saying that this doesn't, this idea of 10% black and brown bodies dying in the street doesn't get to define who I am. It doesn't. And nor does it get to define my story and how I live out the rest of my days. It's not your whole truth. It's not my whole truth. It's just part of my it's truth. It's just one. And I don't deny that it's it's made me who I am, yeah. but it doesn't, just like your experience, but it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't claim that part of it. It's so many things. So many truths. Yeah. No place in my existence that I I never thought that I would get beyond being a child of gun violence and what that meant. Mm. If I can share something from this poet who I read every now and again and certainly read a lot when I was healing my mind as my body was healed and being healed. His name is Mark Nepo, N-E-P-O. He's a bad man. He is a bad man. Sure. But he, he writes in this book called Things That Join the Sea and the Sky, Field Notes on Living. And this is page 193, something from Inside Every Burden. He says, I'm certain that inside every nut is a seed. Inside every fear, a pin of light. Inside every desperation, a drop of being. Inside every loss, an inch of what can never be lost. And inside every burden, a pearl of worth. I don't know why, but I'm certain that the pearl of worth is waiting for us to dive to the bottom of all trouble, to pry the shell of burden open, and to bring the gem we were born to carry to the surface. We are not just one thing. No, we're not defined by just one And we're not saying it wasn't a nut, but we're also saying there's a seed in there. That that, that comes forth from that, right? It's birth. If you dive down and pry it open. It's beautiful. So this happens. Right. This happened. It's life. It's life being life, doing life. It's how we exist. These are shifts. Thank These you are for shifts. sharing that piece by Mark. Nepo. Yes, N-E-P-O. Mark Nepo. N-E-P-O. He's on Super Soul. He's in many places. Okay. But just this idea that there's more to it than this experience I'm having. And I love that language. You said, I'm not a victim of gun violence. I experienced it. But how do we take language and recraft and redesign our understanding and appreciation and acceptance of these experiences. Right. I like to say it's not even the most interesting thing about me. 
It's it's not. <laughs> you know, it's you so do many know. I mean, the so fact that things. oh, I've seen your skills. I mean, <laughs> right. you, it's not it's just I one mean, thing. It might be provocative, but it's not the most interesting thing. No, I you love know? that. Let's challenge our yeah. listeners to do this. This is beyond um, a New Year's resolution. This is beyond um, a, a word of the year. This is beyond any of that. This is saying. That we are not defined, and we've echoed this, mm-hmm. by one particular experience. By one truth. One truth, one element of trauma, that there is no place that I can't be in a different iteration of myself. If I right? choose. If I choose. That's the choice. What do you want people to join us in this journey? I and this new year. Of we want to know toward. how other people are making shifts. We, wa- we want them to answer the question, Tina Lifford style. Up until this point, I believe this. I was experiencing this. Fill in the gap. Fill in the blank. From this point forward, I believe. I love that. I love that. And if you need more language, Tina Lifford, I think it's dot com, but just Google her. She's everywhere. She's amazing. But that language that says it could be a second old, but make the shift. And the the new is still in that. It's the now. Guys, this is how we're living now. I love this. Yeah, it's beautiful. Truth be told, family, join us. Join us on this journey. Let's see what we're shifting toward. Definitely. And as always, this is truth be told. All right, we are almost out, but we are certainly truth be told, and we want you to remember who we are and tell other people. We'd like you to like Share, follow, and subscribe. Truth be told, and that's going to be at Truth Be Told Pod, P O D at the back. At Truth Be Told Pod, let people know what you're listening to. Let us know what you like that you're listening to. Let us know what you don't like. And then we'll see you next time. And remember, this is Truth Be Told. Truth be told.